0: From WDBM East Lansing, this is The Undercurrent, a bi-weekly news feature show produced by students at Michigan State University, showcasing our own student stories. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to The Undercurrent. You are listening to Season 14, Episode 8, and I'm your host, Claire Baccarella. Today on The Undercurrent, we will be welcoming my first repeat guest during my time as host so far. We last talked to recent MSU grad Maya Schutnik in February while she was speed painting her way to Miss Michigan. Back then, we called her Miss Spirit of the State, but now we can call her Miss Michigan. Please join me in welcoming Miss Michigan 2023 Maya Schutnik. What? That sounds actually crazy hearing you say that. That's very kind. Thank you. Hey, Maya. Thanks for being here. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> um, so first, can you just share a little bit about yourself with our listeners?
1: Yeah. So like you said, I was on here before as Miss Spear of the State. So I've been a part of Miss America uh, for two years now. And this year, um, with my local title of Miss Spear of the State, I got to go to Miss Michigan. Um, I somehow won, but I am a painter. I am a recent graduate from Michigan State. Uh, go green. And I I got my degree in a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Graphic Design. Uh, Right now, I'm just living my life in East Lansing still, being Miss Michigan, traveling all around the state, advocating for the arts, educating people about the benefits it has to offer. Um, And that's kind of what I do as Miss Michigan. Also, I'm a painter. So like you said, I paint a lot. um, But that's been super fun. But I'm just enjoying every second of
0: the year so far. Great. So the last time we talked to you, you were preparing to compete at Miss Michigan for the second time. Clearly, that went very well. So can you tell (laughs) us about the competition, how it went this year versus last year and just about your experience? Yeah. So
1: my first year going, I had no idea what I was doing, what I was getting myself into and it, that was super scary to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I have no friends. I, I don't know what I'm doing, and it was just the unknown that was so intimidating, and I went and like made friends immediately and like got the gist of it, but this year going back, I was super intentional of just like focusing on myself and what I had to bring to the table. Um, I think I grew a lot, and I matured in a way that like I knew that I could only bring my best, and if that's not what the judges were looking for, then it's like that's their loss, like not my problem. Like it wasn't meant to be, so I really played into that, and I just enjoyed every second um, of the opportunity of being at Miss Michigan. That's a super special thing that everyone gets to do. So um, I didn't take it for granted for sure, and I just, like, had a great time. and I think it showed on stage. I really was only worried about myself and how I was doing. I tried not being too hard on myself. Like, I had a bad run prelim night, but I was like, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Like, literally, that's all I can do. So it's like – I just really enjoyed every second of it, and I had fun, and I think that showed.
0: So tell us about, like, your crowning moment. What were you thinking right before they called your name? What was your initial reaction?
1: It was – I just, like, fell to the floor crying. Uh, So the way it went, last year when I went, I was top ten, and they announced the top ten, and then later they'll announce the top five. Well, last year I didn't make the top five. So when they announced me in the top five, like it was like Super Bowl winning moment. I was like, yeah, like that is so exciting. Like, how cool is that? So at that point, top five is by ballot. So it's kind of out of your hands. Like It's whatever the judge's interpretation of who they think would fit the role the best. So I was like, all right, I'm having a great time. I'm having so much fun. And they just kept announcing like it was like, all right, fourth runner up, third runner up, second runner. And It just wasn't me. And I was like, whoa, whoa. OK, it was really fast. And like I couldn't keep up. And I was like, OK okay and uh the whole night i was just very peaceful um i've done competitions where i'm like so anxious and like shaky before crowning um miss beer of the state was one of them i was like shaky before crowning but miss michigan i was just so at peace with my performance and i texted a friend in the audience before top five and i was like win or lose i feel like miss michigan and that was such a great feeling like i could have not made top 10 and left feeling fulfilled from that um, so it was really like rewarding knowing that the judges also connected with me in that way that I thought I connected with them. Um, so then they it was just me and my friend Izzy across from each other, <laughs> and we we're holding hands and it's like that awkward thing like whose hands on top who whose hands are on bottom you know and we ended up just hugging and um, so we're hugging and they announced her as the first one up and I just fell to the floor crying. Um, it's been like a really tough, strange, crazy year of like a lot of emotions and a lot of crying. Uh, for bad reasons, but to have like an uncontrollable cry of happiness was just like so amazing and uh, feeling I don't know if I'll ever get again, but it was such a full circle moment and such a special moment that I'll never forget.
0: Yeah. So talking a little bit about the hardships you went through during Mm -hmm. the year, um, can you share a little bit about those and how those influenced you as a person and you as a contestant?
1: Yeah. So life is crazy. One, like life does things, does crazy things that you can never prepare for. And I lived a very privileged life. Um, I'm 22 and I'm almost 23. My birthday is in like a couple of weeks. But um, I lived a very privileged life for the first 22 years of my life. Like I had a great family. Um, our finances were good. And this year, um, it's just like everything just felt like it was like crumbling apart. Um, I know being a student at Michigan State, you probably had similar emotions of the incident that happened on February 13th, that was really hard to work through emotionally, physically. Um, The trauma from that was a lot for me personally. And I really struggled. And I went home for a few weeks and I got to talk to my family. And slowly but surely, um, I started to feel a little bit better. Um, And then (laughs) life just throws another wave at you. And my dad, I get a phone call, like my dad was found unresponsive. And it was like, you have to come home now. And I was like, all right. And when you're driving home, like, I'm driving home thinking my dad's not actually going to die. But then, um, like, two days later, he passed away. So it was, like, boom trauma, boom trauma. Like, I've never had a parent pass away or, like, a loved one that close to me pass away, let alone, like, in front of my eyes. And I didn't know how to process those emotions. I was, like, my life, like, there's no going up. I don't know how to function. I don't know how to, like, go into a public area. I don't know how to speak in public. Um, It just felt like life was against me and a lesson my dad taught me was that to always look for the good in life. Like there's always good things that happening, but you have to look for them. And I was like, all right. So I kept that in mind. And for me, I go to therapy, I do things for my mental health all the time. But for me, my biggest outlet is expressing myself through the arts. And that's always been what I advocated for my entire life. Um, And that started, my mom had breast cancer when I was in middle school, high school. And that's how I worked through those emotions cut 2 i just started advocating for them being like oh my gosh they'd help you like they'd be so good for you to help you get through your emotions and it took me kind of getting knocked in my butt a little bit with my own like experiences in life and going through that adversity to be like okay no 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 like this really is important and i think i'm a like a unique title holder because i'm not just preaching it to you like i am actively using the arts every day to feel better to try to understand what i'm going through And grief is a really weird – grief and trauma alone are just, like, crazy concepts for your mind to wrap around. So every day um, I'm actively working to become better and to share my story and be vulnerable and relatable to people who are also going through hard times. So um, that's a little bit about that, but it was crazy. So it was, like, boom, boom, and then my dad passed away, and less than two months later I had to go to Miss Michigan. And it was, like, all right, like – just go. And I threw whatever stuck at the wall. I was like, there's nothing I can do besides just be myself at this point. Um, so that was really cool.
0: What would your dad say about seeing you crown as oh, Michigan?
1: Well, okay. So it was so cool. Um, we were backstage and all week I'd really been struggling because you're away from your family. It's a full week. It's a busy week. And for me personally, my grief, like it comes in waves of like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm busy. And then it's like, I miss my dad. And like, I'm just bawling my eyes out. Like, I just like, I miss him. I love him so much. And it happened a few times Miss Michigan week, which I was a little worried about, but you have to just like deal with the grief or at least I do personally. So um, that happened and on finals night, we were going out right before my final walk. And I was like, how cool is it that my dad's here? Like, I haven't seen my dad in two months, but I know like he would not miss this. Like he would not miss the opportunity to be here. And again, like that was before any announcements were made. Um, or, like, I knew that I won. So it was so cool feeling his presence all night. And I was, like, the eighth girl called in the top ten. And, like, my sister's birthday's on the eighth. My birthday's on the eighth. It's, like, his one of his lucky numbers. So we were, like, oh, yeah, I got goosebumps. I was, like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And more things kept happening all night. I was, like, hey, dad. Like, hey. Like, okay, you're kind of freaking me out. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, I understand you're here. Um, but right before going on for my evening gown, I looked up at the lights and I just, like, felt this presence of my dad being there and, like, him shining his light on me. Um, like, I, for me, with my grieving, um, I see him in all different types of things. I see him in, like, animals. I see him in the wind. And I see him in the lights and the trees the most, like, in sunsets and, like, sunrises, whatever. And I just, like, felt that same feeling in the stage and on the frontal Center. So it was super special and, like, walking on that stage feeling his lights on me and feeling his presence all night and then when I won it was like an overwhelming sense of him being there and I think everyone in the theater felt that um maybe not but I think I think they did and I'd like to think that but he'd be very proud very excited he'd be like I told you so um but it's all good memories for sure
0: so tell us about your role as Miss Michigan and what that looks like for you on a daily basis I'm
1: busy. <laughs> um, I'm running around. I kind of got lucky and re my lease to live in Lan- East Lansing, Lansing area uh, just because I kind of needed a place to live and I needed to find a job. Lucky for me, um, with winning Miss Michigan this area is so central to the state. So I'm traveling all over. I go to events um, like all throughout the week. All my weekends usually are pretty booked. Um, but I go and I will talk to people about what I do, about my life experiences, about Miss America, what it means to me, um, how much the organization has given to me. Like I have some really cool stuff coming up. Like I'm going to an art fair. I'm going to Art Prize, which I've never been to. I'm going to the Detroit show, Detroit charity something 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 show it's really cool I probably shouldn't know the name but um I'm just going all around doing stuff like that preparing for Miss America which is like mind-blowing um but yeah I really love every second of it and it's an unexpected turn I had to the year but um I'm just trying to take it all in as best as I can
0: so what surprised you the most about the role of Miss Michigan after you were crowned like how did it differ from any expectations you had
1: I think something that I wasn't prepared for, because when you go out for these competitions, I believe that for me, what works best is being like, all right, like going into this, like I would be a great Miss Michigan going to Miss Spear of the State is like, I'd be a great Miss Spear of the State. So like, I'd always had these thoughts of what I thought Miss Michigan would look like. And what I thought like the journey would be like, and I was just wrong. Like I knew I'd be busy. I knew I'd be running around, but like, I had no idea, like for me, like identity, like shifting my identity from being Maya to Miss Michigan and Miss Michigan and Maya, like, having this, like, identity crisis of, like, who am I? (laughs) Who am I? Because Miss Michigan is so important to me, and I am Miss Michigan, but it's not all of me. It's not everything that I do. You know, I'm I'm a graduate. I'm, um, like, an advocate. I do other things, but it's kind of hard having that association and then, like, people in public being, like, Miss Michigan, what's up? And I'm, like, hey, my name is Maya. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of cool, but it was an interesting thing, like, Mentally, I didn't know how like that, like I woke up and there was the Miss Michigan banner in my room. I was like, what are you doing here? Um, But yeah, the identity aspect of it was something that really actually intrigued me and that I thought was interesting, but something I'm working through.
0: (laughs) Tell us about your talent for Miss Michigan this year.
1: Yeah. So I'm a speed painter. And last year I painted Michael Jackson upside down. And this year I painted Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which was way more challenging, way more complex. It it meant a lot to me. And last time I was here, I was kind of like hinting that like it was a woman and someone I really admired. And I didn't know how that would go over you know I didn't know what people other people's thoughts on her were like I would go to bat for her being like I love her for a b and c but obviously not everyone's going to agree and you're in a competition where you're being judged by people who have different opinions than you so I'm glad it like the response was good and the best part about it I was really nervous that little kids wouldn't know who I was painting like I was like dang it like I kids really find what I do interesting I'm like I want them to be inspired by this not like who is that like who is that person and um we are backstage after i did my talent after everything was already done but it was called little sisters little brothers program and you have the opportunity to come on stage with a miss and there was a little girl who was like nine and she goes did you paint ruth bader ginsburg and i said I, I did you knew who that was and she's like yeah look just like her I was like oh my gosh and that was such a special moment uh having that night and her friend was like yeah I know who that is too and when I was nine I did not know who she was so I don't know maybe they're teaching them different stuff in school now but um that was super special that it did resonate with that little girl
0: so you are the first speed painter to have been crowned Miss Michigan how has your experience been having a less traditional talent and did you ever expect you'd be taking that talent to the Miss America stage?
1: I don't know. It's been crazy. I always had this gut feeling, like in my body, I'm like, I'm gonna be Miss Michigan one day. Uh, I didn't think it'd be this year. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe like five years from now, I'll really one day, I'll get it. And um, it, I mean, it happened. I'm very happy for it, but it was. It is challenging being a non-traditional talent Um, in life. Either people like it or they don't, you know, judges either really resonate with it and they think it's cool or they're just like, that's not what I see to be a talent. So I've been lucky enough to have some really amazing panelists um, who had had believed in me enough that my talents are worthy of winning um, something like Miss Michigan. I think Miss America is so cool. Because we're going in a way where they're really emphasizing having any kind of talent is a talent. You know, they're really pushing for her story and letting women of all, not letting talent – deny women the opportunity to be a part of the organization so being a speed painter it I think it's really cool I think it's um it's fun and it's entertaining and it gets people excited about the arts um it's my passion it's my career it's everything And I I like doing it for like social media like people really think it's cool to watch and um I have a niece who's four and she just watches my tiktoks like all day of me just painting like painting over bluey is where we're at like she really likes it Um, But it's really cool just to know that it's entertaining and it's fun. And I think talent can be anything. Like I think you could roller skate or hula hoop or we actually do have a hula hooper in Michigan. She's really cool. Um, Ashley, what's up? But it's just so cool that there are so many different interpretations to talent. And I I like advocating for that and being that vision for other little girls, grown girls, whatever age you are, um, to compete in our organization.
0: So can you tell us more about the Miss America organization and what inspired you to become involved? Yeah,
1: I wanted to be involved for the longest time. I have always heard of Miss Michigan growing up. Like I've, I've always admired her and what I thought she was, and she was so cool and so beautiful. And it took me meeting a Miss Michigan to her name is Mallory Bycraft now, formerly Mallory Rivard, and she was. So kind and so real. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like a real human being. And I was so shy going up to her. I was like, Hi, Miss Michigan, like, how are you? Can I get an autograph? And it's funny now being on the flip side, seeing little girls being nervous to talk to me. And I'm like, hi, no, like I wanna talk to you. I wanna get to meet you. Um but I wanted to be a part of it and kind of tiptoed around it because I didn't have a talent. And people were like, girl you are going nowhere with speed painting. Like, can you sing? And I'm like, no. So can you dance? I was like, no way. And um, they like told me that I should go to other systems. I should do other things. But like Miss America was not the place for me. And it really hurt my feelings Um, so much so that I somehow got this like feeling of just like I watched other women v- reach their dreams. Um, That was the year Vivian won Miss Michigan. I remember seeing her like crying out and be like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't know Vivian. But I was like, I want to have that. So the next year I went out for my first local and I lost. And then I lost a few more um, and eventually I won. But then I got to go to Miss Michigan and have the whole experience. But I really regret letting other people's opinions steer me away from something that I was really passionate about and it took me getting to like my rock bottom of being like I really I'm gonna explode if I don't do it um so I just follow my gut and I don't know what in my gut made me feel like Miss America was the place for me but I'm glad I listened to it I'm very thankful that like it brought me to this organization that has brought me the best friends the best memories the best opportunities um it's given me a family and a safe place a safe place so I'm very thankful for that and just listening to my gut
0: So you will be representing the state at Miss America. Tell us about what preparation looks like for you and how you're feeling going into it.
1: I feel good. It's the same thing with like going to Miss Michigan as going to Miss America. It's like I can only bring my package. And if they're not looking for like a kind of funny um, speed painter, then like that's not me. But I'm working really hard on we're doing paperwork stuff now. We're working on CSI development. So really implementing art for all throughout the state um, we're working on other fun things like talent prep, which is super fun and interesting, cutting music and picking out outfits and having we went to Atlanta and designed my gown and designed my interview outfit. So it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that I'm just very, very grateful and excited. To, to do like it's so crazy when you win something like Miss Michigan I feel like a lot of people forget like you have this awesome opportunity to go to Miss America and it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing that I'll like forever cherish and think is like the coolest thing ever so I'm just excited to experience it all.
0: Can you give us any sneak peeks any <laughs> hints maybe about your talent or your
1: wardrobe? Um, I, I wish I could see Paula would not be very happy with me if I did um, but I will say I've never had a wardrobe reflect me more and like knowing about like my gown and like there's this whole story behind like my gown that I call like the destiny gown for Miss Michigan Um, and like my wardrobe for Miss America represents me even more which I didn't think was possible so it's really cool wearing something that you're confident in but something that just represents you in so many different ways and your complete package of what you bring to the job so that's your little hint.
0: So can you tell us the story of this Destiny gown that you were crowned in? I would love to.
1: It was the craziest thing. I was at a dress store um, and... We were picking out gowns, picking out gowns. is a trunk show. So they had the designers there ready to do custom gowns if you wanted. But, like, I was going to look at all my options. Like, it's it's a lot of work to custom a gown, and it's scary, and it's more expensive, and I'd never done that before. Um, but eventually, we got to the point I was trying on a bunch of gowns. I wanted white going in. I was like, I want a, white wins. Like, I want white. That's, like, the like the legend in pageants. And I tried on red. I tried on white. I tried on blue. I tried on purple. Like, I tried on everything and then we go to design this gown and for some reason the designer's like you're gonna wear green and I was like okay <laughs> I didn't I didn't like deny it I was like sure like I will sure I've never I didn't try in a single green dress wasn't on my radar like I've never worn green and um when I mentioned it to people that I was like okay yeah like I got a green dress so we ended up designing this beautiful gown it was green and I was like cool we walked out my mom and I are like what did we why did we buy a green gown you know like we I've never done that and everyone was like yeah I would never recommend wearing a green gown it's funny that like you listen to other people's opinions but I really wanted I you know people to like what I wore not just me so um it waited and waited and waited and waited. eventually it showed up and I tried on and it was just stunning and it was after the year that I've had of um green just meant a lot to me and I associate color with emotion and experiences And um, my dad passed away like two weeks before graduation. So I was very upset about that. And I didn't end up getting to walk in graduation because I had some like stress related allergic reaction. So um, it meant a lot to me to represent Michigan State. My dad was a Michigan State alum. My mom was a Michigan State alum. Um, so So it was just so special being like the year I graduated, like being able to represent my dad. Um, but not just my university, but his university as well, that he loved more than anything. He loved um, Michigan State. So it was super special. And looking back, like I was the only green dress at Miss Michigan. And it was like, that doesn't really mean anything, but it meant a lot to me. And I never felt more beautiful in a gown before. And I never would have expected myself to wear that gown, but it was super special.
0: What are you most looking forward to about competing for Miss America?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I not that I haven't thought about it because I think about it like every night when I'm laying in bed. Um, But I went to Miss America last year. So I kind of saw how it went from an outside perspective. So I'm kind of interested to see how it works being one of the women competing. Um, I'm really excited to get to meet other women um, other state representatives i met a few i met miss iowa i met miss north dakota um i met miss minnesota so like it's really cool miss wisconsin like and i met miss america which that was like the coolest thing ever meeting miss america in person like i hugged her and i gave her a fist bump but getting to meet those women who are also in the same position as me is like interesting because sometimes it, it can feel a little lonely like you don't have someone to connect with, with like my schedule or what I'm going through or prepping in this way, like they understand and they're on the exact same road as me. So I'm just really excited to be myself. Like, again, like when I went into Miss Michigan, I was just so authentically myself. I was like, if they don't want it, like whatever. But I'm excited just to experience Miss America from the other perspective um, as a contestant.
0: So I understand there were a lot of Spartans representing at Miss Michigan this year. Can you tell us about those other contestants and what it was like to compete with them?
1: I would love to. Um, So I make the joke. um, The executive director, Paula, is a huge Michigan fan. And we always would tease each other about like being a Spartan or being a Wolverine. And (laughs) the past few Miss Michigans have been U of M alone. I'm like, that's not right. That's not right. And um, when we were going to Miss Michigan, there was a lot. Last year, I feel like I was one of the few Michigan State people. But this year, there was a lot. Um, Izzy Wallace was uh, is a Michigan State alum. Katie Schleiss is going to school here right now. Lacey Jewell is going to school here right now. Oh, my gosh. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's all I have on the top of my head of, like, MSU girls. But they are so cool. Izzy was first runner-up one which – amazing katie was also in top five like three of the five were spartans which was really cool so the odds were in our like favor and then lacy made top 10 but she is the drum major like she is the drum major for the spartan marching band so the other day i made my way down the street outside the stadium and i watched her like lead like the spartan marching band into the stadium which was just so cool and she plays the drums for her talent and i cannot like express how cool of a person she is and she's very kind and they all are but watching Lacey the other day being that she's so tiny, she's this little thing, she's so cute. And she led this entire band of like all these different people with all these different talents. And I think it's so cool that it's such a variety of women in our organization that do really cool things. So I give her a little shout out on Instagram. She deserved it. And she's just the best. And they're all the best. And um but that was a really cool moment watching her do that.
0: Many people hold misconceptions about pageantry. Can you set the record straight for us? Tell us, are pageants empowering? What are they like to compete in?
1: Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't, I'm the type of person, if I'm not enjoying myself, I will not do something. Like, I, if I did not enjoy being a part of these competitions, I wouldn't be doing them. I wouldn't be advocating for them. Um, but they've really changed my life. You know, like I said, losing my dad this year Um, They gave me a family like people were stepping up like being honorary fathers to me at that point. So um, having a group of people who cared about me enough to check in on me, to treat me like family in a time where I had lost mine or to give me a safe place where I feel like I didn't have any place um, to feel comfortable, to feel like home was so nice. And I, I'll never be able to repay them for that, to thank them for that enough. So I just want to do my part by giving back. Um, I also think it's worth noting that I made 10, I earned $10,000 in scholarships by winning Miss Michigan. And I didn't even win any other award that night. So if you win other awards, other scholarships, there's money, additional money added to that. But I, Miss Michigan alone gets $10,000. So that can go toward education opportunities I never Thought I had the opportunity to do. Um, It can go towards student loans. It can go all kinds of places. So I'm excited to see, like, with Miss America even, earning more scholarship dollars and having even more opportunities. So I think they are not only, like, empowering, but they're inspiring me to continue my education, which I never thought would have the opportunity to do otherwise.
0: What are you most looking forward to and what are your goals for the rest of your year as Miss Michigan and possibly Miss America?
1: (laughs) Um, For me, the biggest thing, and it's always been my number one priority, is connecting with people. I think Miss Michigan should be someone who is relatable. And someone and it's hard to be like, I'm relatable without saying you're relatable, you know, so I really do my part trying to have conversations with people in the community, trying to go to as many events as I can fit on my schedule to spread the message, you know, of our organization, but also just to get to meet people. You know, Um, I've learned so much about myself personally, like I my entire direction of life and like opinion on what I thought I knew has shifted by the people that I met the stories that I've heard Um, I've done some really cool events like I did um, an event with veterans and I did an event with far therapeutic um, and recreation services and they were super cool so it's like getting to meet these people hearing their stories um, I hope to inspire them by sharing my life but also like I've been so inspired by what they've told me. I kind of forgot the question. What am I excited for? So I'm just excited to connect with people, to keep doing that. Um, And I think just that is the best thing we can do as humans is just love each other. And I'm really excited to just love this organization and love every single person in it and have them feel like worthy and have them feel good about themselves at the end of the day. So that's what I want to do as Miss Michigan and Miss America.
0: Well, thanks so much, Maya, for joining us today. And best of luck at Miss America. Spartan Nation is cheering you on. Ah, Thank you. And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whiting, and program director, McKenna Louds. See you next time on The Undercurrent. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. If you are interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you are interested in our student stories, you can tune back in at 1030 every other Sunday, and we will see you back here. It's Claire Baccarella signing off as your host. You've been listening to The Undercurrent.